Alright everyone, welcome to Euro Machine, a War Machine and Hordes podcast with focus on the European meta. I'm your host Peter, coming to you from Karlsham, Sweden, and with me is my co-host Renaud, coming to you from the capital of Europe herself, Brussels, Belgium. Machine is sponsored by Blackfire Miniatures, who will see to your every need for War Machine and Hordes tokens and widgets. You'll find them at BlackcloudMiniature.com. Welcome everyone to Euro Machine episode 5. Things are moving smoothly and more episodes are being done, even though not at a fast speed. So I'm here, uh, and Renaud is with us today. He wasn't with us last time, so uh, today we get to have him back, which is, of course, wonderful. Yes, happy to be back. Hello, everyone. Uh, We've both been to some tournaments. I organized a Brawl Machine tournament uh, last weekend. You've also been to a tournament, Renaud. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I participated to the BIC, which is the Belgium Interprovincial Championship. Uh, so Belgium is uh, split in 11 parts and uh, uh, every part just face uh, had a team and face each other to see uh, what's the be- best part of Belgium and uh, that was a tournament. Um, but it was 75 points, uh, three team, uh, three uh, uh, team with three players and uh, in three rounds. All and, uh, right. What uh, faction did you bring to the t- tournament? Yeah, we did a little switcheroo, you and I, because I actually brought Legion <laughs> to this tournament, and you brought. Yeah. Uh, I brought C- Circle. Um, uh, I yeah, came yeah. back to Circle after after long, like, almost a year in Legion. So yeah, absolutely, we we just switched faction for one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to just uh, recap my tournament. It's going to be quite quick because, you know, it's a Brawl Machine tournament, it's quite quick. And then we're going to let Renaud talk about his games and his tournament. And then we're going to talk a bit, a little bit about this casual competitive combination. And, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, last episode, me and uh, Tom talked about, um, you know, uh, like 2.5D terrain and how to get new players and building a meta and such. And this sort of uh, a little bit ties into that. How do we get new players to have fun at a tournament? Uh, so, yeah. And we had a couple of new players at uh, my Brawl Machine tournament. Uh, we had... Uh, we were supposed to be more. I think there were supposed to be like three new players, but some of them couldn't make it. So there was just one. But I had told everyone that came that I knew, you know, that were sort of experienced. I told them to make one list that's very strong and one that's kind of weak uh, so they can play the weak list versus the beginners. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you can always play worse. If you have a strong list, you can always play, you know, poorly. But that's not as fun for either of you. But if you take a poor list, you have to play really well to, because the beginners, of course, have got, gotten a lot of help with building lists. So they actually build quite good lists. So... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was sort of the, the idea. So I figured I would try oh. uh, to bring Rias 1. I was actually supposed to bring Circle. I was going to play Circle all the time. But um, mm-hmm. Rias 1 has always been one of my favorite casters ever. and uh, It looks very fun. Mm. It looks very fun. And I've never played her. So And a, a few years ago, uh, like so five, six years ago, I also had Legion. and mm-hmm. I But I never played her. So... 
I thought, oh well, I don't own her. But then I went through my Legion collection and I found her lying in one of the bags. And I thought, <laughs> oh. That's but that's, a sign. Yeah, that's a sign. That's it. I have to play her. So I brought Rias 1 and Abby 1. Uh, okay. We don't even have to talk so about Abby. Ab is a strong one? Uh, Abby 1 is the strong one, yeah. But we don't even yeah, have to talk about that. because He's very strong in Brawl Machine, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but we don't even have to talk about her because I brought uh, I played Rise One all games, okay, <laughs> and uh, it went ridiculously well. And afterwards, I was like, I'm not sure this list was a nice list, you know, like a like a bad list. It's actually in Brawl Machine, it felt kind of strong. Okay. So uh, yeah, the, the feat is maybe one of the funnest you can find in the game. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think I've had this much fun playing uh, War Machine since I played Helga 1. Uh, so, and Helga 1's feet is also so much fun. So um, I brought Rise 1 in Oracles uh, with Proteus and Zuriel. And then I had a Blight Archon with a Rake and a Harrier. Uh, my requisition choice was a Forsaken. And uh, then I had a spawning vessel, a minimum spawning vessel. And I fought four games and I played into Gareth 2, Sylvestro, Gorshade 4 and Wanderer. So very, very strong casters uh, opposite side. Oracles is of course free upkeeps. Uh, you start with your upkeeps out. But uh, important uh, detail that I did noticed in the first game is that the Blight Archons upkeeps is not allowed to start out only the warcasters my first game was into my teammate wctc teammate johan and uh, i played into gareth 2 and i realized uh, this is very playable because gareth 2 is not at all as scary in brawl machine i thought uh, because it's only a 12 inch uh, control range for the feet right and if you if you charge something with raya's models and you hit something outside the feet, you can still place with the feet inside uh, Gareth 2's feet. Uh, so, mm -hmm. And with Proteus, for example, as a 4-inch melee range, that's very easy to do. And this game was the only game that I lost. Um, you know, it really, I mean, it really starts out quite good. Um, I think, I don't recall if I go first or second. Uh, I think I go first. So I run up. He runs up. No, I think no, no. Actually, no. I think I go second actually, because he runs up, I run up, and then he goes up and feeds, and then mm -hmm. and I look at the board and I think, wait a minute, and then because the angles you get here, I mean, Ryan's one has dash, and dash means friendly faction warrior models get plus one speed and uh, parry. The Blight Archon is a friendly faction warrior model. Mm -hmm. Which means she can move 8 inches over enemy models with parry. And then she can cast Impending Doom, pulling models 5 inches toward her. Fun. Which means she can charge like 11 inches, hit something, mm -hmm. place on the other side of it, and then cast Impending Doom. Which means, I mean, the angles you get with the impending doom and Proteus four-inch melee range, it's just it's so hard to avoid. But my Zuriel on his uh, on his flank, uh, on my right flank, Zuriel just walks into a forest and reaches through the forest 
into uh, a warjack and just beats the cortex out of it. This is my round two. Um, um, of course, Proteus has a charge lane, so I can kill Moros. Um, but I need to hit one of the swordsmen and then place behind it in base to base and then kill Moros. So I activated uh, Rias first. So I charge into one of the swordsmen because, I mean, with Dash, dash she sprints eight inches. So she stands in a trench, charges up, and then she's going to sprint back. But, and this is where I realize I've only played this list once. No, I, ever. I've never played this list. This is the first time. So I do this. I take my attack, and then I realize, hey, but I still have a free attack because the feet gives an extra one. So I can just hit the other swordsman, which was the one that Proteus was supposed to charge. And naturally, I kill it. And then after I've done that, I think, oh, no. That wasn't supposed to happen. Whilst Johan is just laughing in my face and says, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen, was it? Um, so, you know, I sprint back uh, and then I have, you know, I have to do the whole Blight Archon thing. So I charge in with a Blight Archon, place it, and then I pull Moros in. And then I charge Moros with Proteus. Sadly, I miss my charge attack because, stupid of me, I'm not boosting it with the tentacles. Because I, I'm in my head, I'm thinking Proteus is the same thing as a Swamp Horror. So I have three tentacle attacks, but I don't. I have one. Um, which means I have to buy another tentacle attack, thus sacrificing my two hard initial fist attacks. And this is where I make the fatal mistake. I forget that Proteus Animus costs two. I thought it costed one. Mm -hmm. So I get him into the back of Moros, start beating him up. He loses his uh, right arm and his left arm, but he still has cortex and movement. The animus is you cannot move. Uh, yeah, the animus is that, uh, like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, enemy models within one inch of Proteus or the spellcaster cannot advance except to change facing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which means. After I've beaten him a bit, I say, okay, I'm going to cast the Animus, and then I see, wait, it costs two, and I only have one Fury left. <laughs> so I can't cast it, which means Moros, next turn, moves nine inches into the back of Rias, because Moros moves nine and has parry and acrobatics, um, just like it's basically a Rias Warjack. Uh, if you have never played into Moros, anyone listening, yeah, it's it's an experience. So... Walks into the back of Raya's. I have two transfers. And I have def 16. So, But that's only 14 in the back. And he's mat 8, right? So needs a 6. And this is where I learn that Moros has another rule I didn't know. He has paralyzed on his close combat weapons. Yeah. <laughs> so there I am standing at def 5 in a trench. And then... Uh, yeah, you know, he, he boosts to hit, so he gets two dice, and then he needs to roll a six, and he does that. So he hits me, I get paralyzed, and then he boosts the damage, and then he uh, takes his next attack. Hits, you know, automatically, anything but a one, and then he boosts the damage. So I lose my transfers, and then Gareth just walks up and shoots me in the face, because, you know, I'm definitely nine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I die. And I think to myself, this it was very educational. You know, this is the first game ever with Rias. A lot of mistakes, but very entertaining. And it was nice to see that I actually had game into this gun line. 
So I lose my first game on assassination. I take one control point, you know, it doesn't matter. So I move into the second game, I get Crucible Guard, a good friend of mine called Peter uh, from my old gaming club. And uh, he's one of the beginners. This is his first tournament, but he's also practicing regularly every week versus WTC players. So he's like, he, this is his first tournament, but he's not really a beginner beginner, you know. He, he's, he's, he's a very good player, especially for being so new. And he drops Sylvester. I drop Rias because Rias is the fun, you know. And this turns into like the biggest grind fest. And uh, the only, I mean, I come out on top, but I put Proteus with uh, Dragon's Blood in the zone. And I think arm 22. I don't think two Crucible Guard Jacks can take that down. He has a Toro and a Suppressor. No, no, Toro, sorry, Toro, Toro and a Vindicator. And uh, Zuriel is standing by in case they come in. But he actually feats with Sylvestro, charges both into Proteus, rolls quite, uh, you know, statistically, and uh, there I am, uh, you know, lost a lot of boxes, and then he misses the Toro's charge attack. Um, and that's when I realized, okay, I will survive. I, I survive on six boxes. Um, and then Rias needs, um, uh, this is, you know, this is Sylvestro. So Sylvester has Admonition, and the Toro has Counter Charge. In Brawl Machine, Admonition Counter Charge combination is very obnoxious to deal with. So, that. but mm -hmm. there's a way to get around it, of course, because Admonition is an advance, and Proteus Animus doesn't let you advance. Oof. So I need, uh, so I activate Rias, I feed. And I cast, I heal uh, Proteus, and then I cast Dash, and then he, she's empty. So she charges into uh, the Vindicator, I think, or the Toro, one of them, uh, empty. And, uh, you know, hit, hit her two attacks, but I can't really place anywhere. I, I need to place in base contact, so I can't get behind them because I need to get both of them. I need, I need to keep the Toro within one inch, so it can't, because she casts uh, Proteus Animus herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, it heals Proteus for two, cast Dash for two, and then cast the Animus for two. So, no camp. Okay. So, you are happy that uh, no Hayas is Fury 6 and not 5? Yeah, very happy he's Fury 6 now, <laughs> yes. That was so important during the tournament. I never would have done as well with a Fury 5, mainly because of the control range. 10 inches is not enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I take some uh, bunch of boxes because she's Weapon Master, Power 13. So, you know, does a bunch of boxes to mm -hmm. the Vindicator on the Toro. And then uh, Proteus uh, eats uh, some of them and then Zuriel comes in. You know, and I, I kill both of them. But then he kills Zuriel. No, actually, he charges Zuriel with the Soul Troopers. And this is quite fun because he also misses one attack, which is why he doesn't die. Assault Troopers, if you've never faced Crucible Guards Assault Troopers, Assault Troopers are freaking insane, right? They, they hit like POW 14 Weapon Masters with two attacks each. And on the charge, they just kill anything. And then he remembers that when at the start of my turn, uh, I've activated Zuriel and killed some stuff, you know, uh, like uh, Alice and some Assault Troopers and stuff. And then he realizes, oh, dude, I forgot. Uh, Proteus is on fire. Oh, oh no, sorry, Zuriel. Zuriel's on fire. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And he only, but he only had two boxes left, I said. Oof. 
Okay, so let's uh, let's roll it. Uh, he keeps burning because you know this is a beginner friendly tournament. So we didn't like. I mean, if this was a regular tournament, we would have just said, "Yeah, sorry, you forgot to mention fire," uh, and it's too late now. But we figured, hey, let's roll it up. It'll be more fun. So he actually dies to the fire. <laughs> it's real. Um, so and since we've already gone a bit, you know, into the into this round. So Proteus kills the rest of the stuff, and then uh, we just move on from there. So we basically trade. I remove Zuriel, he removes the stuff that dies, and then we just said, okay, that side is done. Um, but this still turns into a heck of a grind fest, and uh, failed experiments and the Blight Archon are, you know, had, dashing it out like crazy uh, by the flag and the zone. And yeah, they're, uh, in the end, he's running ahead on scenario. Which is a problem. So the last turn of the game. The game ends on turn 5. In Brawl Machine you only play 5 turns. And the first one who has 4 points more than the opponent wins. When we go at the end of turn 5. I score last because I went second. And he scores 1. Because the only thing he has left is Silvestro in a round zone. And I don't have anything to contest. And then I have a Blight Archon on one flag. Proteus in the zone and Rise on another flag. So I score three, he score one, and I win nine eight. So it was a heck of a grind fest. And uh, yeah, it was really tight. Because, I mean, if I didn't take those three points, if I only took one, for example, that, that turn, he would have won. Mm. So those three points the last turn it did everything. Nice. Uh, so I take a win. And um, then we talk about it. He was a bit, you know, uh, oh, that was uh, so bad that he missed the attacks on Proteus. And I've been rethinking the yeah. game as well. It's like, if that would have hit and Proteus would have died, that would have been really bad for me. Because then I couldn't have stopped Admonition Countercharge. And uh, he probably wouldn't have Countercharged either. He would have just Admonitioned away. And then the Toro lives to see another turn. So, but then... We move on to Goreshade 4, game 3. I play into Simon, so who lives uh, you know, 45 minutes from here. He's one of our regulars-ish. Uh, so, and he plays uh, I, he plays Gareth 2 and, and Goreshade 4, and I play Abby 1. So I was like, yeah, I can't drop Abby 1 because Gareth 2 has mortality. So I'm going to play Ryze anyway because it's a lot more fun. And I've already tried the Gareth 2 matchup, and it seems playable. But he drops Goreshade 4, the bastard. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I don't want to face Goreshade 4. But it turns out that Goreshade is not very good in Tarias. So it becomes a classic, you know, he feats on a bottom of two. So my top of three, I charge one of the models. I, I activate Rias and I feat and I cast Dash. And then I just charge one of his uh, infantry models. You know, the new ones. The big, fancy, medium-based ones. Uh, they probably have uh, some sort of elvish name. And um, I charge one of them. Yeah, I cannot help you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I have no idea what they're called. Um, I charge one of them, and I spike the damage. I So I teleport behind it to get some more stuff in control range. And then he says, you're stationary now. Because yeah. it died. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that's bad. So I'll just have, but then I hope this assassination works. Otherwise, I'm dead next turn. But then the Blight Archon just walks into a forest, 
pulls a gore shade five inches into her, hits him once, boosts damage, takes away a transfer, and teleports behind him so she doesn't stand in the way of uh, Proteus and Zuriel. And then she hits him again, and with with because one of the attacks is free from the, uh, the feet, and then she boosts damage. Another transfer gone, and then she takes her third attack, and boosts damage, and uh, that's the transfer is gone, and then uh, I think she die, and I think she, she might get it by an attack after that, and I don't know if she boosts damage. I don't remember, but that doesn't really matter because then Zuriel. Charges into one of his jacks. I think it's an Atune. And um, charges it. Hits it. Damages it. Does not boost damage. And does not combo strike. Um, because I just want to place in base to base with it. So I can reach Gorshade. And then I kill him. With one attack. So that that that, that game felt nice. very much like a Rise 1 game. Mm-hmm. Like this is what she does. You moved... In a weird angle, you thought you were safe behind that forest over there, uh, but you weren't. And then I, so I, I take another win, zero zero on the control points. And uh, then uh, the tournament is actually kind of over in the official sense because you know we're eight people, and one Johan from my first game has gone undefeated, so he's like the official winner. But we're there to play, and we have one more game on the schedule, so we figured, okay. Who wants to play who? And I say to my other teammate for WTC, I want to play Grimkin. I want to play into you. So we take one of the tables. I drop Rias. He drops Wanderer. Um, I get a little cocky. So I charge a rake into a crabbit and kill it. And then I char- and then I sprint away because, you know, rake has sprint now because of the Black Darkon. And um, yeah. then I charge Rias with dash into the other crabbit, kill it, sprint eight inches away. So I'm kind of in the middle of the table behind a, uh, a wall. And Proteus just runs up to engage all the Hollowmen. And he has the Skinemone and he has the four Horsemans. And then he has a Rattler. And then he has the most important model that I had forgotten. Because I haven't played Grimkin in several years now. He has Lord Longfellow. Lord Longfellow is freaking horrible. So I stand there behind a wall, def 20. You know, no way you're killing me. I have two transfers, no way. And then we realize that um, he just starts. You know, he activates Wanderer first, goes up, uh, sprays Rias, misses the spray. Very important because that lowers my defense by two. So that's important. Misses the spray. But then casts Repudiate on uh, Zuriel. Who has report, which means Rias takes one damage. That doesn't matter, you think, but then you realize Lord Longfellow has finisher. Really, he had that. <laughs> yes, he does. So <laughs> he charges. Then he charges me with the four horsemen's and activates all their you know ride of the apocalypse stuff. So over the wall, I'm deaf eighteen. But three dice to hit because cavalry. And he hits. And then he puts 14 damage into me. So I transfer that onto a Meccano Shredder. Yeah. And uh, then he charges me with a... No, and then he doesn't charge me. No, sorry. Then he uh, starts shooting with Lord Longfellow. And this is where it gets real fun. Because Lord Longfellow has 
what's it called? Is it Fortune Hunter or something? No, not Fortune Hunter. Um, the one that but he hunts characters, so he gets an extra yeah, yeah. additional die on attack and damage rolls versus characters. So he stands still and aims, which means he's like Rat Ten. And he has black penny, so it doesn't matter if I'm in combat. Um, okay. <laughs> and then he gets three dice to hit. And he hits. And then he has four dice damage. And I think he rolls like four sixes or something like that. So I that's my last transfer gone. <laughs> and I think to myself, this is embarrassing. I'm dying. I'm dying to Lord Longfellow. I've played Lord Longfellow. This shouldn't happen. Um he shoots me again because he has two shots and he leaves me on like four boxes or five boxes. Ooh, and then okay. I think, okay, the, that was, that was lucky. But then he moves his Holloman unit up. No, sorry. Then he has a rattler that can charge. So he charges Rias. And I think, no, you can't reach over the wall. Oh yes, you can. There's one inch. Of course you can. Um, so he hits me, he boosts to hit, you know, still def 18. No, sorry, we're playing with def 16 because he says the horseman lowers my defense by two. So he kills Rias. And I said, well played, you know, that's well done. But then uh, I can't imagine that thing lowers defense within five. And he said, no, 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 not within five. It's a five inch AOE you put on the horseman. And I was like, wait, what? And then we took out a five inch AOE, put it on the horseman. It's like, but I'm not in it. <laughs> Oh, uh, which means your last attack with your last attack with the rattler, I said, should have missed, because you barely hit, and I had two more in defense. That's true, he said. So we put her back, <laughs> back in the game, <laughs> and then he says, okay, so the rattler is done, but I can still go with the holoman. So uh, the holoman move away from Proteus because they've apparated away, and they move and they're gonna combine. And this is where I remember a weird thing that nobody you know remembers unless they've I don't know. Played this game for a long time. But you can't combine into melee. Okay. So you can't make a combined ranged attack into melee. Because if you could, I would have died. You know? Um, so I said, you can still shoot the shots, but you can't really hit. Because, you know, you're rat 5 and I'm death 18. So yeah, double 6s hits, but nothing else. Um, because, you know, all 6s always hits. But... So he just does something else and he realizes, okay, I can't do anything. So my, my turn comes in. Oh yeah, he kills the Blight Archon as well because I'm really smart. I put it on a flag and I've, I camp three or four or five even. Uh, but I filled up all my beasts so I can't transfer anything. Like a pro. <laughs> um, so, there, so he eats that. The only thing I have left really is a Harrier that has no controller, a Rake that has no controller, Proteus, and then Zuriel. No... I think he killed Zuriel as well with his Kingdom Modes. I don't recall. And then I have uh, Proteus and Rias. But that doesn't really matter because I still have Rias' feet. And uh, Wanderer has put out his road markers. And I think, wait a minute, if I damage Wanderer, what's his Arcana? And he says, I can teleport. You can teleport six, in six inches, I say. And he says, no, no, no. I can teleport to a road marker. Oh, to a road marker. But they're, they're standing right here. So I take my Mechano Shredder with four boxes and I just walk it mm -hmm. up on a road marker and remove it. And he says, okay, uh, Wanderer moves two inches. Okay. 
and you can only move once because of that, right? Yes, you have. You can move another model, but and not him. Okay. Then I have my spawning vessel with one dude left. Walks onto another road marker. Okay. Okay. And that disappears. Okay. And then I uh, there's one road marker left. So I charge Rias in because she has acrobatics and the parry. So she charges through all the stuff that charged into her onto Wanderer. Boost to hit, crits for a crit decapitation. And um, puts him, I mean, I think she, she does like 14 boxes or something. I think she pulls him on, uh, leaves him on one or two boxes. So, but he takes the damage. Um, and then I get my other attack because that was the free one from the feet. And um, so I place behind behind the Wanderer, hit him again, boost to hit, and uh, I don't crit, but I still do enough damage, you know, to kill him. So he transfers for free, and teleports to the road marker. So I can't hit him anymore. But the road marker is standing, you know, five inches away from Proteus. Yeah. Okay. So the Proteus just walks up and Thank eats you. him. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. <laughs> it was it was very very good. Um, and I score one and assassinate, and uh, that was a really fun game because it was. I mean, I I was so shocked that that list had so much damage output on Rias because I I didn't I didn't think that could happen. So I got uh, a lot more respect for uh, Grimkin and definitely Lord Longfellow. I had forgotten how scary he is because <laughs> when I played him, he's never done anything that important. But yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the model when you see the cars, it's impressive, but yeah, almost never happened. But <laughs> yeah, exactly, almost yeah. never happens. But every once in a blue moon, you just get this wonderful, like, yeah, I mean, now with the Riot Quest solos, he should probably be better because there's so many character yeah, solos out there. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I ended up going 3 1 and ended up in third place, so which was uh, great fun. Um, I was surprised that Rice did so well. She did so well that I'm, you know, I've, I've started building 75 point lists with her now. So uh, okay. bringing her to a, another tournament uh, at 75 points, see if she can still keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still in oracles? Still in oracles, uh, because she, she gains a lot from having upkeeps out, uh, especially yeah. report on Zuriel. Uh, I really like yeah. having report on Zuriel. Because he has stealth, that's their bond. So 24 inch uh, control range with stealth means he can run around on the flank, on the flank, uh, harassing stuff. So that feels that feels quite good. And then I you still have occultation, so uh, I usually put that on Proteus in the beginning of the game. So they both have stealth. Yeah. And I also I need to take her in oracles, otherwise I cannot play Proteus. And the four-inch melee range is quite important for the list, I feel. Yeah, and you can also take thrones in Oracles. I can take thrones. I, I currently don't have any in my list, even though I know that double throne with the Rias is, <laughs> is ridiculously fun. Um, but yeah. uh, I, I've doubled down on the Virtue Hosts and Virtue Champions instead. But I might pick up the thrones after the tournament if they don't do, uh, do enough. So, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, it just seems like a lot of fun playing Double Thrones with her. Mm -hmm. So, I yeah. played against Hayas the Ring uh, Belgian Master uh, the last day. And um, yeah, I won the, the game. It was um, Elite Four against uh, Hayas. Oh. And um, yeah, he, he tries some 
a sneaky assassination because we are playing on I can't remember the scenario but uh, I had an objective in my zone and uh, lead it for standing next to the objective uh, which was a big mistake because you can reach the objective with an Angelus oh. uh, but um, yeah but mat 6 against defense 15 with two transfer was just not enough <laughs> so yeah I survived with the assassination because yeah um, yeah I can see that yeah that, that's not enough yeah, yeah but that's just this situation where you dominate the game and your opponent say okay now I can assassinate you and you don't do the math in your head you just stress and no come on please don't kill me yeah <laughs> that, I, I, that, that was low odds of assassination at the end yeah but you know th that's that's what's so fun about the assassination that's why I really like assassination as a, as a win uh, condition mm -hmm. because it really is I mean, when 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 things are looking, uh, you know, dark and it's uh, it doesn't go very well, you know, you're as you said, your opponent is dominating the game. You always have the assassination out, even if it's like a twenty percenter, you can still go for it because if you're losing yeah. anyway, you can just go for it. And sometimes you get lucky. Yeah, indeed. During so. my tournament, one of my friends, Lucas, he, he played against uh, um, Vlad II. And uh, he, he, he won a, an assassination on a 1% assassination chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. That's almost not okay, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, actually, the, the, the model that killed Vlad II was um, one of the Crucible Guard infantry. Yeah. With oh, like wow. With a little shot. I think I lost I lost my carver to assassination one by like a sentry stone mannequin spray that was uh, unboosted okay. and I had arm 20 so he needed like a hard 11 to kill me and he got it <laughs> wow. oh, I was like oh that's so yeah that's not fun but I mean th that's also why it's so enjoyable because if, if you if you have if you need that out you have it right so um yeah, the, I really like uh, that rise list. So I'm very much looking forward to playing it uh, at 75 points, seeing if it can mm -hmm. still do stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the Virtue Champion seems really good with her because, you know, they're like power 14 boosted damage and they have three attacks each. Yeah. That should be able to do some damage. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I also have the Black Frost Shard in that list so you can get some, you know, kiss in there. Kiss of Lilith, and they, you know they become sixteen with boosts. I mean that's mm -hmm. I can put some dents into a warjack. So, yeah, yeah, it was a very fun tournament, very enjoyable. We had all the two point five D terrain, and uh, uh, people were very happy with the tables and the terrain and how it looked, and uh, and that's one nice, of the things nice. that we've been. I mean, I've been up many nights painting uh, terrain, and my girlfriend has also helped me paint terrain. Uh, at night, so uh, we're very happy to hear that it was appreciated. And um, now work has started yeah, on you, the you next post... tables. Yeah, I posted in the you Warm Horse General group. Yeah. yeah, so so when I, I wake up at the morning, uh, in the morning, I saw your story like I paint that, and during the middle of the night, just wow, he's motivated. <laughs> so, exactly. That's very nice you did that. The, the The table looks wonderful. It's super cool. Thank you. Yeah, we've been, I mean, that, that's what we've been trying to do here as well, trying to get new players in. I uh, talked about that in the last episode mm -hmm. as well, that, you know, to 
it needs to look good. It needs to look awesome. Uh, so yeah, yeah, really enjoying it. And uh, hopefully I get to try uh, to kick ass with Rise 1 at the next tournament, which is in a month. Uh, it's uh, going to be a big tournament because it feels like all of, all of Sweden's Warm Horse players are, you know, uh, kind of, um, yeah, heading over there now because it's been so long since a big tournament has happened. So, cool, cool. yeah, looking nice. forward to it. All right, so then we can move on to your tournament. Uh, yes, yes. So... Um as you said, I'm back in Circle. I chose to play Wormwood and uh, Kaya 2, um, mainly because I missed... Um, well, there, there's one thing that uh, Legion cannot do is having, having a control caster, and I missed that, so I decided to go back in Circle because Wormwood is one of the best control casters in the game, and uh, I just like to play, play Kaya 2. Um, so uh, we had... 10 teams of three players and uh, in our team uh, we had late uh, deflection um, in the team so the organizer of the tournament Wout joined us uh, for in our team which was kind of a big thing because it's very 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 good and um, at the start of the tournament with the um, the, the first uh, team um, we are like very average <laughs> like me I'm like average player and two beginners and uh, with Wout in our team we are not favorite <laughs> for the tournament um, so he was playing Trollblood, Kolgrima and Magda 3 and the third player was Damien who's uh, a beginner he's playing Kriegs with um, Agatia and uh, Gorshit 3 but he, he only played Agatia. Uh, so the first round was against um, uh, Davy, uh, Klaas, and uh, oh, I forgot the name of the third player, but he was playing Legion, um, Lead 4. Um, Klaas was playing Menot, uh, Feora 3, and uh, I played against Davy. Uh, it was Ma Maddox, Maddox 1, in um, Flame in the Darkness. Um, so the, the list was uh, two units of Legion of Lost Souls and one unit of um, Precursor Knight with some jacks, uh, two Tamarite Archon and some support like Alexa Tree and um, Gabriel Trone. Uh, I pick uh, Wormwood uh, because my Kaya 2 list does not have any remove from play. And uh, in my list I have, uh, in the battle group I have one Wall Warden, I have one Stalker and one Feral. Um, I have two units of Slaughterhauser, I have uh, one mini unit of uh, Dritz uh, Mistpeaker, no, Dritz Mist Rider, right, that's, that's a good name, um, and a lot of other stuff. Uh, I was in Secret Master, so um, yeah, Chuck, 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 um, Black Lad Referrer and other stuff. Um, so um, he won the role and decided to let me uh, begin, uh, mainly because on the map uh, they had like one big um, cloud fire um, and uh, it was problematic for his uh, movement because he had so much stuff on the table so he decided to go second. Um, so a lot of dudes, so I decided to play very aggressively first turn, uh, placing the forest of Romwood uh, in such a way that I can uh, like dominate the table. Uh, we were on spread the net, so it's important to be very aggressive on spread the net to not lose on scenario. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so 
he did the same. He played aggressively, uh, put snipe on one Tamarite Archon. Uh, I didn't let him interesting uh, target, so he did not shoot with them. Uh, he just ran with everything as far as possible. Um, so my turn two, I start to... So my big fear is the Precursor Knight because they hit super hard on mini feet. Um, so I had a chance to put a good Elmouth in the, in the middle of them. So, oh yeah, the turn before I kill three of my uh, own slaughterhouses, so I get soul, so I can boost and yeah, you know everything. Of course. Um, so during, during my second turn, I kill. I, I, I did a big Elmouth with one of my stone in the middle of the unit, and I killed maybe five guys or something like that. And uh, I also had a chance to. Um, oh yeah, I have a wall weird on uh, Kruger Zero. That's the missing part of my list. I saw a chance to try to kill one of the Tamarite Archon because he had si uh, snipe on himself and um, uh, I have a wall weird so I've, I, can, uh, um, I, can, I, I can have one more die to hit and damage against a model with an upkeep. So I tried that but the Tamarite Archon was in a trench but I had Chuck within uh, common range of the wall weird so he's rat 7 and he had Puppet Master but um, yeah I missed everything so <laughs> <laughs> the Tamarite Archon just dodge away, and um, yeah, they are very annoying. And my world is just sitting in the middle of nowhere. Um, during his second turn, um, he used the vengeance move of the Precursor Knight to charge my world I used the Hermit to, um, to uh, delete one of the attacks, so he just survived. And for the rest, it was just placing. He killed some stuff with um, with the Tamarite Archon because I cannot protect all my army. It's just not possible against them. And he just put pressure with uh, the Legion of Lost Soul. Um, the turn after what happened, I yeah, I kill a lot of model this turn, uh, like a lot, a lot. Uh, Wormwood was full on soul, so I, I did two Elmouth, uh, almost kill one full unit of Legion of Lost Soul. I stranglehold one of the Jack of uh, Maddox. I kill all the Precursor Knight. And uh, yeah, at the end of my turn, I sent a Feral on <laughs> the Tamarite Archon with Snipe. And uh, I also missed <laughs> my, my attack, so he dodged away once again. Oh. Those fucking Archon. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> um, but I feed. I'm really, I'm really good about my positioning on the table. And with the feet, it's just very difficult for him to move because he only have access to Pathfinder with Alexia. Oh, no, no, Gabriel Throne. So during his turn, he did not make much. Um, just trying to contest uh, my uh, um, my zone and my flag. He killed one of my Defarcon with the Damaya Darkon because I did not. Uh, I used the Defarcon to contest the the flag. Um, trying, I, I thought he was safe, but yeah, he was not because they shoot so far away with snipe. Um, and um, yeah, he feed to try to kill my Feral, but he had super poor holes, so the Feral survived on two or three box maybe. And uh, yeah, basically the turn after with the Feral so so high on the table, I still have access to a lot of model. I, I just almost kill all, all his army, and um, the turn after he just uh, he just charged me with Maddox to score some points, and uh, yeah, the, the game was over. Um, so yeah. Um, Basically, because he gave me the first turn, uh, which made, I think it was a bad choice because I can put so much pressure on him. And uh, Wormwood is so good on scenario and especially on spread the net. So during the whole game, he had to like sacrifice some model to steal uh, in the game. 
and um, yeah, that cost him so much. Um, and uh, the fact that uh, um, I could use the, the stones to put uh, Elmov on this model and kill a lot of Legion of Lost Soul was just very good for me. I think it was a good matchup for me, and yeah, just yeah, a nice game. And yeah, yeah, Wormwood is crazy Everything strong went. on spread the net. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Wout won his game and uh, Damien lost uh, his game. So we are 2-1, so we go to the next round. Um, it, was, it was against um, a team from Antwerp with Lorenz, um, Bart and Christophe. Uh, so Lorenz is the very good player in the team. Uh, Christophe is good and uh, Bart is, is coming back to the game. So more about... Uh, more. Yeah, I have more more chance against Bart. So basically, what what happened during the day is because Walt is super good, he was pretty sure to win almost all the game. Damien is a beginner, so he was pretty sure to lose almost all the game. And I was like the decisive factor in the team. So we tried to to uh, make me play on the good table or against an opponent I think I can beat. And um, yeah, I, I was I was happy to play against Bart because I I think I, I can. Uh, I can win this match, but <laughs> uh, his strategy was pretty good against me because he played a testament with 55 flame guards. Flame, oh, what's, <laughs> what's the name of the, the this unit? Flames, flame guards, something. But yeah, 55. It's it's a lot. <laughs> that's a and lot. The, the that's idea, a very that's, much. That's like 40k level of models. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the, his idea was very simple. He's just throwing me model in the face. They can come back and just let me clock myself. It's basically the strategy of his game, and he even tell me that before the game. Um, so um, I think he start. He, yeah, I think he won. I'm not sure, but I think he does. And uh, so he starts uh, putting a lot of pressure on me. Um, yeah, so he have 55 flames guard and a judicator, and it was almost it, <laughs> the list. Um, so basically what happened is um, second turn I kill a lot of model, uh, but uh, he play he plays testament very well within 12 of almost all his army. So he had a lot of souls and uh, with the focus, almost all the model came back except the one I killed with Elmov. Um, but the turn after he just moved testament a little bit on the right, uh, which means that like 20 model were out of the feet. And I just killed them all and feed on that. So, uh, yeah, he, he had some difficulties to come back from that because I also uh, scored some, uh, uh, like, three scenario points this turn. So I, I was ahead on attrition on scenario and my clock was low, but okay. Um, but the turn after, I did I made a big mistake, um, which is something I do sometimes is when you are good in a game, don't give any chance of assassination to your opponent. And um, yeah, I, I, I gave him a good chance because um, I kind of forgot uh, how his feet work. So the, the feet is incorporeal for all the warrior model, uh, no, all the model and um, something else. Uh, so he tried to assassinate me because I stupidly left, left, um, left uh, like 10 model uh, within 11 of Wormwood. Uh, so he can charge with them and uh, put some spell on Wormwood with Testament. But um, all the, uh, the charging model had to pass through a Death Archon. We have magical weapons and a Wallweird and a Cassius. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so basically what, what he did, he charged with testament, uh, threw a lot of spell on myself. At this point I had the hermit and two transfer. And um, he did like okay rolls with testament. Um, like he threw me like eight spell or maybe seven, I, I don't remember. Uh, so after that I was still at eight box and the hermit. So I had to, to use my two transfer because he's kind of spike on some damage rolls. Um, and after that he tried to charge with like all this model into um into uh Wormwood. Uh but because a lot of models uh, died uh, outside of testament control range I had souls so no Wormwood is on armor twenty one plus mortal fear from the Defarcom. Um I I, I think three three models passed and charged Wormwood. Um and um at the end of the assassination, I had Wormwood on one box <laughs> oh. <laughs> with no transfer and no hermit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it was very, very close. Um, so yeah. you won? <laughs> yeah, I won, yeah, yeah. Because the turn after Testament was just next to my stalker and yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I think so. kill him on one hit. Yeah, so very close game, super fun, and um, I'm I think maybe Bart should have continued to play on uh, the um, uh, clock uh, strategy because he was like on 35 minutes, I was on 10 because yeah, killing stuff take time, and maybe um, yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, it was very close, and so we are going to the final because uh, Wout won his game against Lorenz and uh, uh, Damien lost again. Um, so third game of, th of the day in the finals, super happy about that. Um, we are playing against the team from Ghent and uh, um, there were one troll player with Gunbjorn and uh, Kolgrima, one circle player with um, uh, uh, he played Morvana 1 and um, Chromak 1 and one uh, Dwarfs player with uh, Osrum and um, uh, Gorten. Is it Gorten, the other? Yeah. Oh, cool. And, uh, Double Dwarf. That's cool. He, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a player he totally stopped to play during uh, lockdown and uh, now uh, he's, he's back in the game. He liked to play casual. He had a good, very nice army. And I, I play against him uh, at the end because they... Yeah, I was not very confident about that because for some reason Osrum is one of the casters I never faced in my life. Um, oh wow! I don't know why? Just yeah, surprising. Yeah, he was very, uh, very popular there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I just don't know why. It's just I don't have uh, a mercenary player in my meta, and for some reason I never faced him in, in a tournament. So that's what we that's, bit, yeah. that's what we call lucky. You don't have to face him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. I, I was surprised about that. And uh, of course, he chose Wormwood and I chose Wormwood because, uh, yeah, I just played him two games before and I felt good with him. Um, so this time he won the role to go first and he decided to go first. Um, um, how can I... Yeah, so I tried to... to to stay aggressive in my first turn but I was kind of scared about his shooting abilities so I took account about uh, the three inches from his feet to stay outside of the three trench which was um, quite of a mistake because um, that allowed me to just move again during his second turn and taking 
too much space on the board um, and I was too far away for contesting and that kind of stuff. So uh, what happened is uh, he ran first turn, I played too cautiously on my first turn. His second turn, he continued to play very aggressively, not taking account about the fact that I can put Stranglehold on his battle engine. Um, so turn after, what I did is I put Stranglehold on a, a battle engine and I killed the other one with my Feral. Um, I think I used some shenanigans to move him with uh, Elmorph or stuff like that. He had and two battle I engines? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cool. I forgot to, to speak about his list. Yeah, two battle engine, two uh, full unit of dwarves, um, and uh, oh, I, 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 d I don't have any idea of the Jack uh, name in uh, in dwarves, but um, drillers. Some shooty, shooty. Yeah, one drillers, the one that can slam and uh, headbutts and stuff like that. It's yeah. a Basher, no? Yeah, Basher. Um, basher and some shooty, shooty. Um, Shooty jacks. Yeah, avalanche um, and some bo bunnies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Some of those. Um, and yeah, all, all the models were like no no new models in the, the list, just old ones. <laughs> all right. Um, and um, yeah, so I kill one battle engine and stranglehold the other one. Um, and I fit it. Um, he, no, I did not fit it because I want to avoid to uh, fit before him, um, which was maybe a mistake, I don't know, because he can have Pathfinder with the feet. And so I think it's better to, to fit after him, so uh, it, the, the difficult terrain could be difficult for him. So I did not fit, um, but he fit it and uh, he just jammed me, uh, like he played very straightforward and just jammed me with everything, killed some stuff like the Feral because I commit hit. But, um, and uh, yes, long story short, um, after that, it was just very difficult for me to keep, um, to kill all this stuff because so much armor in this, in this list and uh, Wormwood can crack armor, but not that much. And uh, I just struggled to, to keep, um, to still playing on scenario because he, he had all his army in my face. And um, finally, I just uh, he, he just won a scenario because I could not contest his flag and he scored it uh, for multiple turns and I could not score my flag uh, because contesting model. So yeah, I've lost this one and uh, World won this game, but Damien lost this one, so we lost on the final. <laughs> um, yeah. All so right. at the end of the day, yeah, that war. Well, he played well, really. I was happy for him because he, he, he kind of returned to the game and it's nice to see that he did not lose his level, so it's good for him. And uh, he was a super nice opponent, so it was just just cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, at the end of the day, we finished 8 up on 10. <laughs> uh, even where we made the final, but we finished at the 8th place, mainly because uh, we had some unpainted army uh, and uh, we played a broken uh, army. Uh, like we, um, you get s During this tournament it was kind of a friendly uh, tournament because you get points for um, um, if you have a fully painted army, uh, if you um, submit the list on time and stuff like that. And yeah. apparently we were not good for that. <laughs> so we, we finished on a very bad place. But <laughs> and um, yeah, our, our, our opponent in the finals, they, they finished first. And um, yeah, after all, it was a super cool tournament. Um, yeah, the, the fact that we were 30 in the, that tournament, which is quite a big for Belgium, you know, we are a small country. 
Um, so that was super cool to see all those person um, we didn't saw for a long time. And um, yeah, um, just super cool, cool day and uh, had a lot of fun and very happy to be back in Circle because the yeah, mood is so fun, it's crazy. <laughs> but you know about that. Yeah, Wormwood is crazy fun. Crazy fun. And yeah, I'm very impressed by Belgium. So many players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing is, um, I think some players are quite... Um, they don't come to the tournament because um, in Belgium, how we qualify to the WTC is you score points for every tournament you go and victory you have. So the tournament can be a little bit too competitive maybe I don't know oh, yeah, yeah. some players that don't have the new model or don't really play frequently they're a little bit afraid to come um, so maybe that's why they don't come um, so yeah the fact that we were 30 it was very very cool um, for the Belgium community and yeah seeing all the hype around the game is yeah it's just super fun it does feel like the game is sort of waking up again. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure. But it, it does feel that way. Like more and more players are coming in or coming back. So, yeah. I mean, I was surprised we even got eight people together in my little town. I mean, we're only 20,000 people in the city. But people actually traveled, you know. Nice. Um, mm. And they traveled for some of them for two and a half hours to come play Brawl Machine. So, oh, wow. I mean, that's... Uh, that's a good uh, good trip. So, yeah, it feels like the world is sort of waking up. More podcasts are recording as well. Because uh, when I when I started, you know, now with the pandemic you know, lift, um, started listening a bunch to War Machine podcasts uh, last year again. There weren't very many out there. You know, it, it feels like people kind of got tired of you know the who has the most archons meta. And yeah. then with the October update, it just feels like everything is just good again. And especially for the the older armies that have many Warcasters and Warlocks, like, you know, Trolls, uh, Circle, uh, Legion, Scorn yeah. and such. Um, all the older ones, the big ones. Because everything feels playable. I talked to a friend of mine now. He, is, he says, I've never had this hard time to, to choose pairing. Because he wants to play everything, you know, he wants to play Grim 1, Grim 2, uh, Madrak 3. He wants to play everything. Everything is good. Yeah, yeah. And it's also difficult to make pairing because you don't know what you will face. Um, yeah, you have like no idea. <laughs> yeah, there is so much list everywhere, so you just, yeah. Yeah, of course, you try to cover the big one like Karchev 2 and blah, blah, blah. But uh, you can you can really expect to, to you you can really guess what you will uh, you will face so th that's that's interesting I like it um, yeah I think it's yeah. uh, that's the one of the better things because if you don't know what you're facing then you're you're just making good lists and you hope yep. you can handle it and then sometimes you just have to dodge <laughs> it's also a viable tactic yes especially in team tournament yeah yeah. In team tournament, definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. In a well, <laughs> well, it's impossible in <laughs> if it's, you are on the team, except if you just consider the start of the game and just drink a beer with your opponent. But well, <laughs> um, yeah, 
Yeah, that's. I wouldn't call that a dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Belgian dodge. <laughs> Belgian dodge. <laughs> Just it's surrender. It's surrender. Turn one. Kill your own caster, and then go drink beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's also cool for the older player to come back to a tournament and see that the stuff they they play, they paint, they they bought uh, like five years ago uh, is good. It's a good sign for them to to see that. And uh, I can agree about uh, what you said about the uh, met uh, Archon meta. I, I was totally in. I played Azazelo in Rework for Food with six Archons, so I, I cannot <laughs> say anything about that. But yeah, a years ago, you need to build all the new model to have some competitive list, and now it's not the case anymore, which is very, very good for the, yeah, for for, for the meta and the and the community. Definitely, it's very good for the game, the health of the game. Mm. Definitely, and I think that that was an important thing. I, I'm looking forward to the next diamond dynamic update, uh, where they can, kind of you know touch things they didn't touch last time. Um. Oh, they, they will do that? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they talked about like two or three more uh, in total dynamic updates. Okay. So hopefully we'll get another one. Uh, she did say one was supposed to come before the Orgoth. So, oh, okay, nice. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll get a new dynamic update shortly. Mainly just, you know, did it was anything made too strong or too weak and... They can go over those again, or they just go over all the stuff they didn't last time. Um, like the Sacral Vault, for example, would be nice, and the Meat Thresher would be nice if they got some buffs. Yeah. Infernals need some help, of course. Yes. Uh, me and my friend talked about Infernals the other day, just like how they could make some quick fixes uh, to it. But I mean, uh, my friend Jacob, he started a a new thread in uh, One More General, just like, what would you like to see in the next dynamic update? It was quite fun to read. Uh, many people had suggestions and thoughts. So, okay. I mean, because now uh, so many things are playable, but people are still missing some parts, some things that they really want to see. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. There's already so much stuff I want to play. If I need to add some other stuff to that list, it's yeah, I sort of feel the same actually. It's, uh, oh, I mean, I, I have such a faction ADD that I don't even know what to, you know. I want to play Circle, but I want to play Legion. And uh, now, now I've sort of, you know, gone in on Legion. And I, I mean, I purchased Beth 2 today, and I was so psyched to get her home. She's all metal, which made me really happy because I thought she was resin and metal. But she's all metal, and I got so happy. And then I got her home, and she only got she only had one arm. Oh no! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and I mean, for 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 Americans, that's maybe not a big deal because you just you know you send in a ticket and they get your piece. But when you live in uh, the European Union, it it can take a while, and sometimes they even have to pay customs for it. Um, but I did talk, I did send a, a message and Doug Hamilton commented on my picture that I posted in the thread when I got so psyched about Beth 2. Uh, just send us a message and he'll get it sorted. So, but I did get an arm. It just wasn't her arm. It was some sort oh. of Warcaster Warjack arm. Oh, okay. Which was okay. kind of fun because I was like, how did, how did this happen? Because <laughs> you know, I understand if they forget an arm. 
but adding the wrong arm, you know, and not even like a biological one. This is a mechanical arm uh, <laughs> to Bethane 2. And I was like, well, someone had been smoking pot at work, it seems. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, he had a chuck dot wood instead of a patrol dog in his box. So, oh, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Why not? Yeah. yeah, but hopefully, I, you I know, and now I, the, the sad thing was that I was so psyched for Beth too, and I, I was going to paint her today, you know, just assemble her and spray her up and just get started, but now I can't, so now I have to, like, either I need to hurry up and paint her ugly for the tournament, I don't know if we, there are painting requirements or not, or I just have to, you know, play her unpainted and just wait for her other arm, but I really think she's very cool, Beth too, very cool model. Uh, so looking forward to painting this up and um, yeah. playing my best two list my best two list is so cool and it, I don't know if it's strong but it's going to be great fun to try it out at the tournament see if it's strong because I'm not sure yeah, what's the list? Um, I run her in, uh, in ravens mm -hmm. because then you get free harriers so I have, yeah. so I have two archangels and oh, okay. <laughs> and then I have two rakes, <laughs> two archangels, two rakes, uh, one bolt thrower, so she can shoot sixteen inches herself. Mm. And then I have six free harriers and two hellmouths. Okay, okay, two old on scenario. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the harriers are like it's like what seventy boxes extra for the archangels. Because uh, so, and I, that's why it was so funny when I looked at uh, broken egg tokens. They they released some sort of, oh look, we've done the faction updates, and they released the Beth two tokens, and then it said, I think they included like six flesh web tokens, or maybe eight, yeah, and I was like, what? That's not no no no, <laughs> that's not enough. My list has twelve, uh, because Beth did gets two, and then I you know five beasts. That's another ten. So. That's uh, that's quick. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I have a guy in Belgium who fixes this for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Because oh, I, I got to. Castor, they have. All the new castles they have so much token you need to do for them. For example, Farseer is just. Uh, one month one month ago, I did all the Farseer token from one of my friends in fr in French, uh, in France. And uh, it's uh, like 25 tokens just for herself. It's just crazy <laughs> with all the bounty <laughs> tokens and all the new caster. It's like that. For example, Lilith 4, she also has a lot of tokens because all, all of the arcane mechanry. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't know why they do that, but I, I like it because it's <laughs> more business for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course, that's a good thing. But I agree, yeah, the, the new ones, there's so many new mechanics and the older. Many of the older ones have gotten like power tokens and other stuff. Yeah. So ma many casters have sort of increased their their way of uh, having um, tokens. They need more of them, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this, uh, and of course with the, together with my rise one list and see how how it works. So um, see if it's broken or if it's uh, ridiculously bad. I was happy to see that uh, because Ravens, you get the free Harriers, which is very good for her. 
because she can also arc spells through them and you know remove them to get fury and heal and stuff. Um, but you also get hellmouths and hellmouths. I mean, hellmouths are just so good, and they haven't gotten any worse. They're still ridiculous, and uh, I want to. I own two, so it's kind of fun to play them. But the most important thing, as well, except for the free harriers, was that you get to reroll the starting roll. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very strong ability. Sure, starting with upkeeps is nice, but she can just toss them out. She's gonna, she's gonna need to empty herself on fury anyway because I have like fourteen war beasts, <laughs> and and no, I have no way of handling them. I don't have any forsakens in the list, so I figured it, it doesn't really it matter to... if a harrier mm -hmm. frenzies. You know, it's it's okay. You just miss the super um, shenanigans from the first turn when you move the pot. You no, you you slipstream the pot with the neraf, uh, the seraf. Sorry, you move it. You create one area with it. Um, you run with it and you arc um, breath of corruption on the line, deployment line of your enemy on the first turn. I don't know if you you saw that uh, that uh, that shenanigans is. Very funny. <laughs> oh wow! Can we still do I that? Bet, bet two is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I never did. I just saw uh, one guy on stream doing that and killing uh, like four ferox on the first turn of, uh, <laughs> of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, I yeah, that's. Uh, I, I, I have not tried that. I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not cool. <laughs> I think it's that the only castle that can reach your deploy deployment, lo uh, sorry, deployment zone uh, on the first turn. But not just the AD deployment, so not just the advanced deploy, but actually yeah. the real deployment. Uh, yeah, th I think they're going to yeah, remove yeah. that in the next dynamic update because Maybe they hate be that. Better, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, when Arcadius could uh, get a Roadhog yeah. into spray and they got so upset they mm. removed that ability immediately. Yeah, yeah. That's, it didn't even yeah, make it through CID. The bad side of it is you, you take like 10 minutes to calculate everything because you just need to line up everything perfectly. But yeah, indeed, it's not super fun for the game. No, the best thing about War Machine, in my opinion, is that uh, you can uh, you can never be touched turn one. You always you always get a chance to react. That's why what I really love about this game, especially when you come from the Warhammer world, where I lived before. So um, yeah. I think that's very enjoyable that uh, I always get a chance to react. My opponent is not, uh, yeah. you know, it can't blow me away first turn. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not going to do that. I don't have a spawning vessel because you can't take them in Ravens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I can't do this trick. But uh, if the tournament goes badly, maybe I'll have to I'll have to get it, get back to doing that. Um, <laughs> but we'll have to see. I'm looking forward to running two archangels. So that's going to be. I have one, so I need to borrow one from my friend. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean they're the like the one of the most beautiful models that PP have ever made. So yeah, yeah. I'm not really looking forward to bringing two to WTC though, because transporting them is not easy. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to play it in with Beth one? I think she's better with. Um, actually, I, I yeah, that's also on my list. I just think Beth two is very cool, so I wanted to try her first. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, if it doesn't work, I'll probably bring Beth 1 instead. And maybe just one Archangel and then like double Thrones, because Thrones are so good with Beth 1. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because of the feet and yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah they kill one so my, much stuff. My regular opponent, he, he have uh, he play Beth one with two Archangel. He, he he always joke on me because I don't have Archangel and I don't really have enough room to buy some because I live in a small house. Well, and mm. uh, he always say, ah, Sim, look my two Archangel. I'm proud about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. But I mean, you you have goats instead, so um, <laughs> he, he has archangels and you have goats. Uh, you know, it, it's all about yeah. the choices we make in life, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, I, I also prefer to to play Beth too. Well, I play her uh, quite a lot, like uh, years ago before the the, the date. And uh, I used to play her with a lot of uh, bat uh, a big battle group with a lot of beasts. And I just like that more. I just that's closer to my play style. I tend to be stressed when I play two Cargatians because when you just make a t tiny mistake with them, you just lose them, and the game is over for you because you just lost the half of your army. And I don't like that. <laughs> no, but that's when you take you know the how do you say uh, the the Belgian way. You just uh, kill both your archangels with your spell, and uh, then you give up. <laughs> now that's the best yeah. thing, isn't it? Because her spell, you can actually just remove one of your archangels, both archangels from play. No, one of them. Once oh, per yeah, turn, you can true. do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting yeah. for that moment, you know, when I, I've gone in on an assassination and I have no more attacks with Bethane, you know? Like, okay, now I need to shoot you. Yeah. Oh, my focus is out. I have, I have one left or two left or something. Okay, I remove my archangel from play. So I get D3 plus one focus and then I buy another attack and I hit you and you die. I just wait for that moment when I get to sacrifice an Archangel to get D3 plus one focus um, of fury. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That could be epic. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope I get to do it at least once. <laughs> Every time I tried that with Bef2, it was like two or three times I hold a one on the one D3 and my plan just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's <laughs> because bad. That, that's a problem. That Breath of Corruption is three, yeah, so you need at least to roll two, and yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm just ah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, she's very fun to play, I, I like it. It's like a little bit like a Kriegscaster because you have so much debuff and kind of, s of stuff, and, and the feat is still very, very good. Uh, not as good as before, but still very good, so yeah, good luck with, good luck with that. I think the feat is very good, yeah, I, I really like it, and I like the fact that it makes you think. Uh, before it was uh, easier, you just picked eight models and then you just, you know, had infinite transfers. Yeah, yeah. But now you sort of have to think it through, where do you want them and how many attacks do you think will get to this model and stuff. And of course that, you know, takes time, it's gonna be hard on the clock and so on. So. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And um, do you have an answer against the Crucible Guard matchup? Because I in, that's kind of my problem in Legion because I, I play Lead 4 against Crucible Guard. It's my drop against Crucible Guard. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't really like Lead 4. I play her uh, like 20 or 30 games. And um, yeah, sh she relies a lot on, uh, on assassination. It's not something I like a lot because sometimes you just assassinate your opponent caster after like 7 minutes and didn't play at all. But you had to because it was your only chance of victory. Mm. I had some game like that, and that's something I, yeah, I don't enjoy a lot. So I feel maybe I'm wrong, but I think in Legion you have to play Lilith Four for this matchup and other one, uh, like maybe Retribution, 
Um, do you think that two can cover that kind of, of matchup? Or maybe uh, um, no, not not my list. Definitely not. Uh, because mm. uh, Crucible Guard are immune to fire, so Arcane just shooting yeah, does yeah. nothing. Uh, well, not immune. They have impervious flesh-ish to towards yeah, fire yeah. attacks. So and uh, assault troopers are immune. Uh, most of the army is also immune to corrosion, and uh, my Rias one list has a lot of corrosion. So even even if I can remove their immunity to corrosion with the, you know the virtue champions and no sorry the archons, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter because alchemically treated still triggers. I still get one less damage die, on corrosion damage. Uh, so I don't think this pairing can handle Crucible Guard very well. I my my only idea is that I I eat them. You know I need to take my Beth two list. Uh, take both Archangels and just run them into the Vulcan, you know, um, and feet, and just say, okay, can you kill both? Otherwise, I'll just eat you. Assault Troopers, they can kill a lot, but I can also kill them if I charge first. Um, my other list, uh, the Rias 1 list is actually, I have two Sorceress on Helions in that list. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that that's sort of... A little anti-shooting tech to see if that works because they're free and they I mean they still move nine inches and have eight inches of shutting down shooting so mm -hmm. and you can always you know cast spells on them like I don't know occultation for example or something like that they're still armor 16 eight boxes a little more a little you don't just remove them easily and if mm -hmm. crucible guard are running like uh, railless interceptors on one mm -hmm. flank or the Vulcan on a flank, you can maybe run up and get that or charge up and get that into the Wind Ravager. Yeah, maybe it can work. It's what I used to do with my Bef 2 before the date. I put a feed token on them and just put them in the middle of the army. I did like that against Gunbjorn a few times. And um, yeah, the opponent always find a way to kill them, but sometimes it takes so much resources to do it that. Uh, your army is just safe behind it. It's fine. So that can be a, a good strategy. Yeah, it could be. Um, otherwise, I'll just have to, you know, rely on the fact that Archangels can punch things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Archangel, I mean, with <laughs> the transmutation, one of the Archangels is still Def 13, which is kind of fun because you, I mean, Def 13, <laughs> I mean, you have to boost to hit. So, I mean, they're sort of immune to heavy. I mean, Math 6 Warjacks aren't going to do a lot to. Uh, Def 13 col uh, Colossal with the feed tokens on it or flesh web tokens mm. so yeah, yeah. I'll have to see uh, it's going to be fun to try out and see how the lists do uh, Rias 1 is probably going to be the Crucible Guard answer but I'm not sure maybe maybe I can do it with other stuff as well okay. as long as you can kill the objective fast they only have I mean sure you can remove uh, clouds and stuff with with uh, Jacks and such, but they don't have that much to ignore stealth. So they have Alice. So if you can, with Bethane, of course, you can uh, target Alice quickly because uh, of arcing mm -hmm. spells. But if you make her big, she can't give out guidance, and then you kill the objective, they, they can't ignore stealth. So yeah. targeting the objective is going to be uh, important. But yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup. I really want to try it. Let's see how it, how it goes. Uh, I also want to... Karchip 2 is also on my list. Uh, I have no idea how I'm going to handle that. Um, I hope that 
Bethane 2 can do it. Because Archangels can shoot uh, two jacks dead. And then back up. So they get 13 inches away. And hopefully that's enough. But if not, they can always run in. and then But then I can kill two more. Or maybe even more of them. Because uh, with the Withering... Withering, uh, what's it called? Withering Death or something? Withering Ash. Um, and Transmutation, you get to P plus S 24, effectively 25 even, on a Archangel. So that can probably kill a two jacks, or at least one and a half. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe it works. Um, the Devastators are going to be annoying. So, but they also don't hit very hard. And the Karchev does have that problem. He's kind of pillow-fisted. Because he has no no way of increasing damage. No way of lowering arm. Except Hermit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I'm really, I'm really gonna... It's gonna be fun to try it out. And play some Legion. I'm really looking forward to the Rise 1 list. And I've also heard that Karchev 2 is very weak towards assassination. Uh, he's only like the second hardest caster to kill in the game. Except for, I think, Karchev 1 is the hardest. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Maybe if, if he has Death Ward on himself, it's very hard to remove him. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you still can play the Veil 1 list. It's very good against Karchev 2. It's, uh, yeah. It's I've, three, I've, three, angel, three angels with uh, Tagrosh and uh, Typhon on Tagrosh. And I, I played that during the, the Sonal Tunnel before. It's just very nice. It's just... But you have so much bad matchup that um, it's kind of the chicken game, you know. Yeah. The list. It's the problem, but it's very, very fun. Just so much. Uh, I do have Wavell one, but and I do have three angels. I just need Tagros zero. So. It's, yeah, he's very good. You should you should buy him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you can't get him anywhere in Europe, he's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we, we did like one big order with the guys from Belgium with all the Warlock Zero. <laughs> yeah, we did the same now. and I But then I got Kruger Zero and not uh, Thagor Zero because I was stupid. Because oh. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, was, I was supposed to play Circle. But, <laughs> but then I found Rias 1 and now I'm all into Legion. So... Uh, but yeah, we also, we, we actually got together like four or five people and ordered from Private Press directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, I mean, if, if you get together a bunch of friends and do that, it's, it's not that expensive. So, mm-hmm. yeah. we, we also sent it to a friend of mine in the United States, the package, and then uh, he sent it along to us as a gift. Oh, okay. So then we don't have to pay really? taxes and such. That's but nice. that doesn't matter, we realized when we checked out, because we still have to pay taxes in Washington in that case, because we're domestic taxes. <laughs> so that was like, okay, so it's the same. <laughs> we don't, either we pay taxes here or we pay taxes there. Uh, but okay, uh, that, that works. So um, like next time we're just going to order straight here. It's going to be easier and probably go quicker. So. In case in the WTC, if I play Circle and you play uh, Legion, I can just give you the tag 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 zero to to, to play with it. It's painted. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's painted and done. That's very good. I might take you up on yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's very good and so fun to play. Just uh, with Typhon, it's just oh, it's 
Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that, that Veil 1 list looks like a ton of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really enjoyable. So, But we'll have to see. Maybe I'll just take, uh, you know, double Archangels on the plane to Belgium. Because it's easy to pack. Well, my, my, well, mine is magnetized. I can remove the wings. I don't know about my friends, though. So, <laughs> hopefully it's magnetized. But all right, should we should we call it a night, Renan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. So have fun with Hayas and good training for the next uh, tournament. It's what in one month you said. Yeah, so it's the twenty seventh and twenty eighth uh, of May. Oh. So okay. looking forward I will to not that. Play any tournament in May? I think I will just do a little break and maybe I will play in one tournament in the start of June in France. France. Uh, in a team tournament, I will see if I can go there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I had like two tournaments in two weeks, so I'm, I'm good now for my like um, what I need uh, about War Machine for at the moment. So exactly, you got you got you got you got your fix for now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, uh, so next time, I uh, hopefully we can talk to uh, the winner of the Swedish tournament as well. Cool. Maybe nice. uh, I hope so. Anyway. Depends on who wins. Uh, hopefully, they'll be open for uh, talking about it. Or maybe I'll just win it, and then I can talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. that's a bit <laughs> that's pessimistic, just video. assuming I'm not going to win. Uh, a, a true optimist would say, we'll interview the winner, and it will be me. So, <laughs> But all right. Then, uh, catch you next time, Renaud, and I'll talk to you later. So And have yeah. a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.